Well, the title of this uh, talk will be Valentine's Day. Buddha nature is love. And uh, so uh, you, you probably figured that I was going to have to roll in the whole theme of Valentine's Day to this lecture. And um, uh, and that's that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, we recall that that uh, Buddha's awakening was seeing that distant star and having the abiding in the truth that that distant star and the very ground that he was sitting on were not two, were not separate. That the sun, the moon, the stars, and all beings are not separate, are intimate. And um, this is the body and mind of Buddha, is realizing again and again in our lives that uh, we are not separate, that we are uh, one, one being. And uh, this sounds a lot like the definition of, of love. Uh, and Buddha nature, uh, you know, the Buddha taught that uh, we are all Buddhas, our nature is is that of Buddha, and uh, that Buddha nature is love, is realizing again and again in our life that um, we are not separate and unique, but unified, intimate, and in love. So, uh, so Buddha, Buddha got us started out on a good, a good footing. Um, we are already wedded intimately to this world and to each other. In sickness and in health, we're right in the middle of, of this non-separation and and just uh and just to sort of flip back and forth between between the conventional world and and uh and the abiding truth um you know we take care of the person we're in love with we take care of each other we take care of the the planet um, and uh, so this being in love isn't just um, uh, starry-eyed and complacent. It is realizing that non-separation, that intimacy, and taking care of what needs to be taken care of, uh, the earth, the, um, each other, um, and... Uh, 
And that's, that's our practice. That's our life. Dogen repeats this again and again, but um, I just came across this quote from Dogen. Um, Make the present moment your true source, your true self. Have compassion for later generations by giving infinite emphasis to the present. Um, emphasis here means uh, taking care of. Uh, so it's um, our true nature is right here, right now, at this moment, um, in this world. And we express compassion. Uh, we express that intimacy in our daily life by giving em emphasis to the present, by taking care of what's going on right here and right now. This is what he says. Um, the assembly of those who study the way, the assembly of students in the Zendo, this meditation hall, should be like the blend of milk and water. That, uh, that's how intimate we are. We pour a little milk, we pour a little water, and you can't tell the difference. Where's the water? Where's the milk? It's just totally, totally blended. Suzuki, um, <clears throat> 2,500 years later in San Francisco, um, uh, used, those, used that same teaching. Um, maybe to, dis to, uh, to talk about uh, any discord that may have arisen at San Francisco Zen Center in the 60s. Uh, maybe he said, let's, let's remember our milk and water nature. Let's remember, you know, our, uh, that we can't be separated. We can't tell the difference. The assembly of students in the Zendo should be like the blend of milk and water. And um, another great line is from Catherine. Start, go back. Catherine says, I have come to realize <clears throat> that our work, our practice, is to love the world just as it is. Because our discriminating mind is constantly thinking of improvements for the world, how I should be, how the world should be, how you should be, to love the world as it is means to completely accept those thoughts and also our regrets about how the world is, just completely accept all the thoughts that come up. Loving the world as it is, is being willing to be in the only world we know. This is really the point of practice, she says. 
maybe echoing Dogen's line about um, about uh, our true self is being in in this very moment. To do this, to be in this very moment, Catherine says, we abandon desire and regret. Desire means looking towards the future and wanting something different. Regret means looking at the past. In order to be available for the present moment, we give up the past and the future. See if you can do that, Catherine challenges us. If your present activity, your present breath is compelling enough to draw you out of your planning mind, out of your past mind, I think that's a great challenge. I mean, we can ask ourselves that right now. I mean, where would I rather be completely? Would I rather be completely in the past? Would I rather be completely um, imagining the future? Or would I rather be completely right here, right now, with that great, with what uh, Uchiyama says, um, uh, vividly attending to this life, this moment right now, um, and uh, and being in love with it, and being in love with it, being in love with it such that we want to care for it. We want to um, be so connected with this very moment that uh, we can look around. Maybe we don't even have to look around too far to attend to our own suffering but maybe look around just a little bit. Can I be so in love with this moment that I can look around a little bit and attend to the suffering because I know that I'm not, I'm not separate from that. Um, but that is my true self, my true, my true being. Catherine says, Catherine was our, um, is our uh, first abbot who, who died here about a dozen, who died uh, a dozen years ago. Many of us uh, here and on the screen uh, were her students. Catherine says, sitting quietly in this meditation is the gift we give to the world, is the gift we receive ourselves. It may not feel like stillness or meditation. It might feel like we're just sitting with complaining mind. But even that activity can be beneficial if we are willing to experience that mind and release it, let go of it, without a mental commentary, without just keep without the rumination about uh, whatever whatever thought is coming up. The willingness to be in this meditation, in this mind of unity, in this body of, of no separation, the willingness to be in this, this unconstructed stillness 
of our life, this very life, doesn't mean only in, in meditation. We can do it at work, in our relationships with our family members and our friends. This is what the world asks of us. And then, as I said, um, uh, uh, she said earlier on, uh, this is really the point of our practice. This is what we do in practice, not just um, not just on the cushion, but um, practicing with that unity, that no separation when we get off the cushion and we drive to our homes or our work. Um, our practice is to abide in the mind and body of, of Buddha, of no separation, and, and negotiate the world with that mind. Uh, a little different than um, negotiating the world with our ego, our uh, defense mechanisms. Um, uh, what have I written here? Um, when we take our ego out of the picture, there is just connection. Uh, this, uh, this idea that we're a separate self um, uh, kind of kind of separates us, uh, uh, even from those who who we love. Uh, this idea that uh, that um, I'm this person over here, I'm in love with that person over there. There's there's always that that separation, that ego that oh, when push comes to shove, um, I'm going to be sure to uh, to uh, uh, protect number one. Uh, that's that's what that um, that's what the ego does is protects number one when we can when we can let that go um, and just realize the intimacy with, that we have with all things with the sun the moon the stars the trees the mountains with each other when we can realize that with every breath um, uh, then we then we're acting out of our true nature and not the um, the habit energy, our our ego that, that really serves to um, to keep us apart. Um, uh, that was Dogen's uh, Dogen's instruction that in our meditation we drop body and mind, we drop our ego, we drop. Um, uh, the mind that separates, that um, that uh, is looking for the uh, the easiest way, the best way um, for us to negotiate the world. We drop that mind and realize our connection, our intimacy. Our willingness to just be, to just be in the way that everything is just, 
existing, just being, our willingness to just be, to love this world, this moment, and to take care of it completely becomes the gift that we give to ourselves and future generations. So, um, so this is this is a practice of taking care of each other, taking care of ourselves, um, and it's the practice of um, realizing uh, our our intimacy. I also want to recall at the end here, um, maybe uh, it can start us off on, on a little conversation. Um, uh, we remember, we remember the, the, the fourth, the fourth ancestor, the, the, um, the third ancestor after Buddha, so our fourth ancestor, Shonawasa, uh, who asked his teacher, what is Buddha nature? And, um, and his teacher, Ananda, uh, just tugged at the bottom of his, of his robe, uh, reminding him that you know if if the robe is the symbol of uh, our practice is the symbol of our buddha nature uh just just uh, feeling that tug on our robe reminds us uh, that we're buddha reminds us that that um with our buddha mind and body with our buddha vision uh, we realize the Buddha verse uh, is a world of no separation, and uh, and I think when I talked about this a few weeks ago, uh, I asked the question, you know, what is the tug on your robe that you're feeling now that reminds you uh, that you're connected, that the that um, we have we um, exist in a world of intimacy and no separation, that we have the body and mind uh, uh, of, of love. What, 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 um, what reminds you of that? Um, I was at, um, for instance, I was at Trader Joe's and you know, you get your basket or your cart full of what you want and then you go and you say, what's going to be the perfect checkout counter? <laughs> you go up and down. What's the best one? Who has the least groceries? Uh, uh, what, uh, wh which line seems to be moving the fastest? And at some point when you realize that this is always a busy store, <laughs> nobody gets out of here alive. Nobody gets out without, uh, without, uh, having to wait a little bit, when you finally just pick an aisle, pick a checker, you just, you just relax into this body of 
you know, the whole store. This is this is my life. This is this is my true body now, uh, waiting in line to check out with these treasures that I've found at the grocery store. And there's nothing to do but be, as Catherine says, but be in love with the only world we have. And there's a little bit of spaciousness. There's a little bit of ease. Even when we start off this journey of the per looking for the perfect checkout um, uh, with an idea that we've got to, we've got to zip through this. Uh, when we realize that, oh, we always have to slow down at this point and just wait our turn. There's a little bit of ease. There's a little bit of um, spaciousness. And that's that's the mind and body of compassion. That we're, we're taking care of this moment. We're vividly connecting finally with the whole with the whole works, um, taking care of um, of those around us by oh now it's time just for all of us to wait our turn. Um, there's there's nothing like that. Even 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 when we when we started out in a hurry, when we finally realize we've got to slow down. There's some spaciousness, some ease, and that's the mind and body of compassion. I'm taking care of everybody right now. That's the tug that we I feel, you know, on my clothes, on my robe. That oh, I'm connected here. I'm not separate, and this is a, and uh, I, I'm now in love with the only world that we know. Maybe we can. We can think now of um, of what is that tug that reminds us of our Buddha nature, that reminds us of Catherine wor Catherine's words. You know, I'm in love with this only moment that that I've got here, and it's a great moment because it, it, I'm connected with the sun, the moon, the stars, the trees, the mountains, and all beings. What a great moment, what a great breath I've got. Has anybody uh, felt that tug? What's been the latest tug you've, you've felt? I know there's people behind those, uh, those big black squares on the screen. Uh, maybe, maybe you can feel something tugging at your robes right now and and sharing sharing your story of intimacy on this Valentine's Day. There's Scott with his new bride, uh, his bride of just uh, oh and there there's the new bride right behind her, right behind him. Uh, he's he's feeling the tug. <laughs> Uh, is that is that your your Fresno kitchen? Yes, it is. It, it looks great. It <laughs> looks great. Hello, hello, Berenice. Um, um, what else do you have to say about intimacy and no separation on this day? 
of Valentine Scott. We are all one on Valentine's Day. Nobody could have said it better. Thank you. Sorry for putting you on the spot. Uh, uh, there's a Shakti. Shakti has come into full view. Um, uh, what's pulling on your robe right now, Shakti? Oh, I just am experiencing all the time this um, well, when I have that reminder for myself. I shouldn't say all the time because there's always forgetfulness. But being part of the fabric of, of diversity in the world and um, meeting each new face as just another extension of of the whole body that I'm part of. So there's no strangers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no strangers. That's another way of, uh, of uh, being in the middle of Trader Joe's and uh, feeling a little spacious, feeling a little ease and saying, there's no strangers here. Shakti, I heard that your Valentine Larry was having some health problems. How's he doing now? Oh, he's 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 recovered. It was a it was a um a weekend at the hospital, but he's fine now. He seems to be playing golf and doing all the things he he likes. So I think he's good. But thank you for asking. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, there's Trudy. There's Trudy wearing her uh, Valentine sweater. Well, everybody must have a big uh, Valentine's cake. Big, uh, what are those? What are those red velvet cakes uh, in the shape of a Valentine? They must be in there. There must be one there in Fresno on the kitchen table. Um, uh, everybody's anxious to get to that cake. So uh, maybe we can close here with a little dedication. May, uh, may this rain that's keeping us inside so close together remind us of no separation, remind us of the unity and intimacy that we all are. Beings are numberless. I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. I vow to be coming.